you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 10 of the No Concept of Time podcast. This is an emergency episode, like Dave Portnoy likes to call the emergency <laughs> press conference that we're having. Um, today we have a special guest on. He's a TikTok creator. Um, he's got about 30,000 followers on TikTok now. Um, has very strong feelings about the Apple Watch, so we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, I started watching his content a couple of months back. It's always been engaging. And then um, he had he went on live and started talking about how Apple Watches suck. And so we started debating in the chat a little bit. And I invited him onto our pod. So he's going to be joining us in just a little bit. Um, and then we'll get into... He got into some controversy with uh, the Brick Watch Company and Dave Portnoy's little uh, brand that he built. And I did some research last night. And I want to go over some of the things that I found and just kind of yeah dive into this we'll, we'll definitely get into it um i'm not too familiar with this gentleman that we're gonna have on i recently just started watching his uh his talks because of you so i went through and did a little deep dive yesterday um he's very informative about watches very into the um getting watches at a at a good price point for people who yeah, are trying to get sure. the entry level to watches um he's also we've mentioned on here has a series where he's trying to get a Pepsi at retail from AD. Yeah, that's something definitely we could talk about because um, I'm actually going to switch watches because right now I'm wearing my uh, <laughs> Tudor GMT, but maybe I'll put on the real thing in just a second. Hey, <laughs> hey switch it out. That's that's yeah. what you have it for. That's that's a conversation starter, and this is a conversation starter for, for this one right here. To be honest, for like sure. just wearing this, the last, like I've had it for what, 48 hours now? Um, I haven't taken it off, but it's not as comfortable as I was, as I was hoping on the bracelet. It's so so I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to try to switch it out onto a NATO and see if that makes it a little bit like more comfortable on the wrist yeah. rather than. You do love the NATO strap for sure. NATO's super comfortable. It's super like versatile for me and less, again, like not the Jubilee bracelet or not this big bracelet. It's less flashy. So for yeah. me, I feel way more comfortable uh, wearing it. And without further ado, uh, let's intro Ben's watches. All right, we are back with uh, the special guest, Mr. Ben Cooks, aka Ben's watches. Um, so let's start this intro and on with uh, the Apple Watch debate that you two. Well, I'm going to start off by <laughs> I'll I'll start off by like explaining how this podcast came about. Uh, ben was on. I've been following Ben for a while. Ben, I've been watching you since uh, the first video I saw was that Liver King video. It was like before the. Jose Mourinho, oh whatever my God, video yeah, that, was that was a lot. Lots of controversy with him right now. <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing that I saw. And um, and then I started following you from there. And then, like, continuously saw your stuff. And then I saw you talking about the Apple Watch. And I was a big fan of the Apple Watch Ultra. And I know you're not such a big fan about it. Yeah. Say, saying nah. that is 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 a light. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll start off by explaining why I like the Apple Watch Ultra and what I use yeah. it for. And then, I mean, I can understand. Obviously, I'm a watch guy. I've been collecting watches since I was like 16. So yeah, yeah. I can I can understand your viewpoint on like when people wear it all day, every day. It's kind of soulless. There's no point to it. Um, <laughs> the way I use my Ultra is, one, if I'm working out, right? 
two if I'm scuba diving, which I haven't done with it yet, but I do scuba dive. Okay. Um, and then three, if in the world that we live in, there's sometimes where I don't necessarily feel comfortable wearing a nicer watch where mm-hmm. I can also see, you can say like you could put out a Seiko or cause I have a ton. So I can see that, yeah. um, reasoning behind it. I know for me, it's like, I think it has some utility, like it has the, the working out utility, which I understand people do wear it mm-hmm. for that. Um, and I do get that. I just think that they're a better working out watch. For example, I, I'm not anti-smartwatch, right? I'm just mm-hmm. anti-Apple watch. I have a Garmin. I've been wearing this okay. for three years now, running and, and working out in it. Um, Garmin makes better work, like better GPS tracking. And they do, the new ones, like 200 bucks, and they do everything the Apple watches do. So there's that point. I just think it's not the best. I think it also, when I do see people with it, you just... This is kind of like watch snobbery in a way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I instantly think something about them. You know what I mean? It's, I agree It's with a that, little dorky, sure. you know? Like you see somebody, it's like, oh man, you could, like, where's my Casio? I don't know where it is, but like I have a calculator watch I wear, which I think is less dorky than Apple Watch. Is it? I don't know. But it feels like that to me. Um, I get, I have more respect for you if I see you wearing a calculator watch than if I see you wearing an Apple Watch in public. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think like when I do see people wear it, people take it to the extreme. Like my, my dad wears one, right? And he wears it to the, he goes into the office in New York. He's wearing a full ass suit and he's wearing an Apple watch. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a like, disgrace. That's yeah, that, a, doesn't yeah. look, that, that doesn't look too great. It doesn't. It doesn't look good. I'm like, <laughs> I think it's that. I and mean, then it's also people are like, the other point that I always make is people are so addicted to their phones, like me included, right? I go, I have to go on TikTok every day like multiple times a day when they're like oh it takes me away from your phone but does it really because you're really just like texting and checking your notifications all day long yeah like i see people who have them are just like i don't have my phone it's great and they're just sitting there like scrolling (laughs) through everything they're on twitter on their watch it's like you're not yeah scrolling through emails on your watch (laughs) yeah it's a lot that that's where it becomes it's scary almost because i was thinking i think more in the sense of like Nowadays, you can like car insurance companies, right? They make people put chips in their car. They'll send out chips and we'll give you right. a discount if they can track your driving. And I feel like we're going to somewhere where health insurance could be like, hey, we'll give you a 10% discount off this year if you wear your Apple Watch and we can track your metrics and see how healthy you are. Does that right. make sense? Like, that's crazy to me. And that's where it gets like, to, it, it becomes way more than just a, uh, an apple like a, a de- uh, like a device for your phone like an attachment right. to your, or an accessory for your phone and i can understand that what i like about being able to disconnect and like leave my phone at home is like i have three kids and a wife at home so like if i right. go for a run or if i go hiking or if i go scuba diving if something fucking happens i'm able to reach out to them or Respond get a text or send a text and and that so that makes sense but i don't think Everyone should be wearing an app. Like everyone that is wearing an Apple Watch doesn't use it for what I would use it for. So I think yeah, there right. are use cases for it. And <clears throat> for the Garmin thing, I personally have had issues with Garmin because I have tat- so I have tattoos on my wrists. Yeah. So it can't read through the heart rate monitor. Doesn't read through my tattoos. So I can't. Really, that's kind of kind of interesting. I, I can't use a Garmin for that reason. And like if you're comparing ultra apple watch ultra at 800 dollars towards garmin's top of the line like phoenix or if you use their um dive the mark dive computers those yeah. are 
1500 $2,000 for the dive computers. So right. for me, the Apple Watch made like, it was like the the Ultra specifically was the perfect like sport tool watch, like something where I can actually like use it and track things. But that being said, like if I'm going diving, I'm wearing an Ultra on my right wrist, but I'm also wearing my Seamaster on my left wrist. I'm not going to yeah. take that away. And I'll wear, I don't give a fuck. You better be using wrist. the bezel too. Just I, for, I this. <laughs> oh, for sure. And oh, I'll light it up with Loom beforehand. Like I don't, I don't care. I like to double wrist. I don't give a shit. Like if I'm playing golf sometimes, I'll wear two watches. I don't care. Right, can, right. We get, can we get into this conversation? How do you feel about people who double wrist watches? I don't hate it. I posted a TikTok <laughs> wearing two. I was like, what do you guys think? I got shot on. I was almost like, I should just still wear two. I don't know. I was like, I kind of like sick. We've had a conversation on the podcast pretty frequently over here where I'm just like, hey, man, just use the one that you're going to use. Yeah. And that's it. Two watches makes you look like an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it looks really weird. The Apple Watch is the use case for that. I think if you were wearing an Apple Watch, that's like, or a Fitbit or like a Garmin or whatever. And you were like, like, I know people that wear it because they're like, I want to be healthy, track my steps or whatever. Okay. Then throw it on your other wrist. Like, I guess that's fine. Do I it's really a hate bit the Apple Watch that much? I don't really like hate it but it's just really funny to see people defending it people get right. pissed it's like apple bots. they they have a really <laughs> big fan base of of uh of, of people like we can get into the conversation now of the day portnoy brick watch and you're the the barstool stoolies going in on you too oh as well God. i feel like it's the same people it's the same <laughs> I feel like people. it's the same people. people who are so loyal to <laughs> their following that they will do anything but i also think that on the brick washing i think he's a master marketer for sure. I think he, he released those pictures, and I was like, that should be a $400, $500 watch max. And of course, he saw that, or maybe not me or somebody else, and everybody's shitting on the watch. He's like, let me just raise the price to show it, get people pissed off, all respond, and all the stoolies will love it, and then they'll buy it. Like, that's what he does. Uh, for he does sure. For he knows limit. what he's doing. He's doing hey, for, years. for the people who don't know about watches or getting into watches which is pretty much like the, the fan base that we have um explain to somebody why that two thousand four hundred dollar watch is only worth four hundred dollars to you in your mind yeah so i think the the first one is you have it's outsourced manufacturing like you can get a two thousand four hundred dollar watch from a manufacturer like longine or tudor where they're making it most of it in-house and i think that's that's where the price comes in um, another thing is the movement, like those quartz movements he uses are like no more than 40, 50 bucks. Um, so if you just factor in the movement and then all the materials, a sapphire crystal, whatever, you're looking at like maybe a hundred, 150 bucks to make that watch. The chrono, the Selena movements are more expensive in the, um, in the automatic version, but still like it should be max a thousand even. And I know he's donating money. That's basically why it's the materials. Yeah. And so I did in prep for this pod, I did some research on the, the I just like looked at the site a little bit yeah. and to me, it seems very um, like drop shippy, which I know it's probably not, but oh, it yeah. looks very like new Shopify, the verbiage on some of the things, the branding is not really strong at $2,400. You're asking a lot from a consumer who can like you said, buy a long jeans, buy a tutor, buy a high-end Seiko prospects. Like these are brands with a lot of history and heritage. And it makes it a little bit difficult to like swallow that $2,400 price point if you're not like a stoolie and obsessed with like really love Dave as a fan. <laughs> right, and right. then 
the fact that they have like I don't know if you saw this, they have fifty two SKUs available, which is crazy to come out with fifty two. So they have that's crazy. They have twenty six models and two sizes of each model. So they have four or five different color dial colors, and then each of those has three different indice colors that you can pick from. And they each come in a 42 or a 38 millimeter. So like if you're doing the math on that at like, I don't know, 60 bucks, 70 bucks, let's say he gets it at each watch, which is really cheap, which I don't think they're at. But if you did, that would pretty much be that invoice that he showed on the video. That kind of makes sense. I don't see where the margin is for him at with this being able to release this many SKUs. And I don't see how he could possibly produce let's say he wanted 52 like where do you keep this inventory like there's so many different ones there's no way you just bought all of these they have to be drop shift yeah no seriously i think so and the other thing too is he was like i've been working on this for years like putting this together oh right in time for black friday and the holidays like you can see the website they spend no money no like, they have like you click on it, it's like the skew is like the name of the watch it's not even yeah. like the list like like they threw this together so fast because they were like, this is going to get people to buy it. And it kind of worked. Yeah, I, mean, I think it, I think it's going to do well this year. And then there's not going to be like a whole, like after all this hype dies down, it'll kind of just. It, you got to define the definition yeah. of well, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, a hundred still, I think by that watch. <laughs> I think it'll be more than a, I think they'll sell quite a few, to be honest. Um, at twenty four hundred a pop, that's pretty fucking. There crazy. are stupid people in the world that will buy that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's and like crazy. he's gonna make so much margin on all these watches. I think he's gonna survive a year or two or three or whatever because he's gonna be able to make his money back. If he sells like a hundred, like I, and he's gonna sell a hundred. Like yeah. the pizza is like I don't like I follow Barstool a little bit, so I listen to a couple of their podcasts. Like I don't hate it. I don't like stuff like this pisses me off, but it's also because I like watches. Yeah, like the pizzas, right? He was making no margin, and that failed. But the watches, he's making so much margin that, like, it's almost like if he just sells a few, people are going to buy it. Some people are. But we were yeah. talking about this yesterday as well. Was just like I think you half ass coming into the wrong market. There's too much watch sure. that are going to get on your ass about movement, the the dial, yeah. the colors, how the bracelet looks. Like you, I think you chose the wrong. The market wrong to enter. business practice for this yeah. one. Yeah. If exactly. you just hired one watch person, one person that collects watches, they would have told them that's not worth it. Or it's shit. Exactly. Like, no, for sure. Yeah. It just it yeah. just shows uh, that it's a uh, to me it seems like a quick cash grab, which is fine because that's I mean, that's what he does. And money, he's like yeah, an ex- he is a businessman. He knows what he's doing. He's extremely oh, yeah. smart, a master marketer, like you said. And it just it feels it's not going to appeal to a watch nerd, right? It's just, it seems very, like you said, really quick put together. Yeah, a hundred percent. Objectively, what do you guys think about the watch just as far as the looks wise of the watch? I hate the logo. The logo is, the logo and the name of the company makes no sense. Like that thing is not even a brick. And then the best, it's just like they took a font and I saw a TikTok about this, but I thought before it's like they just took a random font and they were like, Let's write brick watch company and put the eye as like a square and that's the brick and we're going to release it. Like they had put no effort. They know like, that and, in. And I didn't even see the brick until I saw that video. I saw the same yeah. video and I didn't see the brick until they mentioned that. I would, wouldn't have never known. I just would have thought the eye was just different looking. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can t- 
you can look at it and tell like um the very detailed things are the things that make watches a lot better. Like they spent millions of dollars for fonts for every company and dial colors and all the stuff that you work on. So he could have benefited a lot by hiring somebody that is into watches because there's a ton of people that he could hire just for a consultant. And he just chose to be like, hey, man, I can make watches. I work with Alexis, so let's do this. And yeah. like the idea that it's American made is so... Oh. <laughs> It's very Shinola. -y. It reminds me very much of Shinola, and the watch yep. kind of looks like a Shinola. And it's very mm -hmm. misleading because you have Swiss parts, but there are definitely like China like if you read the warranty, it says that some part some parts that needed to be sourced from other countries. Like this thing's really clear. Like to make it seem like it's an American watch company is like it's doing a disservice. It's not fair. Yeah, I know he used to wear Shinola. I don't know how long ago that was, but I remember looking up like what he wore. I know he has a Datejust, and I think Shinola too. But it's very Shinola-y. Like it's American made, but it's it's not. <laughs> it's really hard to say that. And Shinola's symbol. not charging twenty four hundred dollars. No, they're not, and they're well, overcharging too. Yeah. Whatever they price, yeah. For that price point, you can get a, a fuck ton of watches that are better than. I mean, that's my question. Like, my close. next question for you: If you had the twenty four hundred dollars to spend, what would you recommend someone buy? Uh, like a pre-owned Black Bay 58 is, you know, 24, 2500 bucks. Like that's immensely a better watch. It's not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. <laughs> no. Just off the top of my head, like anything, anything from Longines, like a Zulu time or, um, any of their like heritage models, much better watch. And those are a thousand dollars less. Some of them like, yeah, crazy. That's what I th I think. Like you could even build a three watch collection at twenty five hundred dollars and be really happy. Oh, and all three would be better. A PRX, PRX, you know, the hypest watch, but like that thing is better. The Seiko Five GMT, I love it way like way more than. Oh this. yeah. Uh, there's she just so many better. options. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what the would watch you guys? Yeah, the watch to the left of me right here is is around that price point right there. Exactly. <laughs> they'll take months. I could get that watch any day for that price point. It's I'm crazy. Though, right, to right. Think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking insane. Like those things are gonna be. Um, in, you ever walk into Kohl's or like I don't know if you see Ramsey <laughs> do those like Macy's things like that's what they those watches are. They're like fossil kind of like cheap shit. Care. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely on that level, 100%. They look like that type of watch. Like, like a it looks very, fashion like, watch. Yeah, like, it, it looks like it looks like who he's selling it to is, is for that. It's guys who don't wear watches and then think that that is, like, a fancy watch for them, like, in college. So then they buy that and, like, try to pick up chicks at the bar. Like, that's what that's what that watch is for. Yep. 100%. 100%. He knows, he knows what he's doing at the end of the day. Um Let's get into the conversation of how you started on TikTok and uh, like what what drove you into watches as well. Yeah, so I was working a job in I graduated college in 2020 during COVID. I worked somewhere for a year and a half, then I split off, worked for a real estate developer, and the hours were nuts. Um, and then I was like, I you know literally what? like I got yelled at too many times. I was like fuck this. Like I quit. And they were like, okay. They're like, you have to stay a month and a half or like a couple months. And I was like, fine. I told them that. So when I stayed, I was like, okay, I don't have to work till like midnight or like sometimes I was pulling 6 a.m. So I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'll leave at seven every day. Leave at seven. I would just make TikToks on my walk to work and the walk home from work. And people just liked it. And it was just about watching. So I just love them. Um, and I just posted, posted. And I was doing these, if you remember those raffles, 
Do you remember those? I don't know. If- I remember seeing them for sure. So I was do like I was like I was like this whole thing where people would buy raffle tickets. I would then buy a watch with the money and I would just recycle the money, not take a profit, you know, and then keep buying watches. Cause like I got up to like an Oris, like I got like yeah. you know, people, hundreds of tickets I was getting. Um, and then somebody in my live was like, is this legal? And I'm like, I'm sure it is. I'm not taking a profit. Yeah, no, not, yeah. no, <laughs> we're not allowed to do it. Um, which is, which is fine. Like I, I didn't realize it. So I was like, fuck, like, I, like, I don't want to get in trouble for this. Like people do all the time. Like buy it's just like a game of chance. It's like a lottery mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I didn't realize this. You weren't supposed to do this. So I was like, I got to stop. So I had to kind of rebrand. Like I was always doing watches, but I kind of like rebranded in a way. Um, and I just post like random content. I think it's going to do well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I do stuff for my own page, Bezel, which I don't know if you, you see my posts on there. Um, they're like a, Basically, a, a site where you can buy and sell. It's like eBay, mm-hmm. okay. but like uh, I think about it, you know what it's honestly like? It's like StockX for watches, you know? Okay. If yeah. you ever seen that, if you, mm-hmm. the app's really cool. Um, much better than like Chrome 24 and all that stuff. And yeah, that's been kind of my life, affiliate links and stuff like that, which is really cool. I'm blessed to be able to, to do this. We'll see how long it lasts. I'm like just breaking even, you know? Uh, we'll see how long we'll see how long I'm before it's like okay I go my backup plan is like oh you go work I know you asked how I got into watches but my backup plan is like oh I'll go work for like Sotheby's or something mm-hmm. and do um and like learn more about watches and, mm. but then I was like oh I'll go work for ADs but you can't go work for an AD the ADs are so strict on social media policies oh yeah no, did not know which that. I didn't realize yeah, yeah it's crazy didn't, I, I didn't know that either it's tough. Yeah. I was, I was, I'm, so my background's in retail. And yeah. so before I am where I'm at now, I was uh, like what they call an executive at Target. And I was yeah. also working like, I was averaging like 70 hours a week. I was like not living a life. And with three kids, it was really, really tough. So right. I was like trying to leave that. And I was like, I'm super into watches. I'm going to go work for Mayors is a big AD group down here. So I was like, I'm going right. to go be a salesman at Mayors. I know so much about watches. I could sell these things really easily. And it really isn't like an easy life being a salesman, at a, especially yeah. in an AD where like your allocations are so small. You need to have a client base. I'm in a city that I don't really like. I've just moved to the no. city, so I don't really have a huge right. group of people that I could sell to. I have a couple of friends that are gray market dealers, but I don't want to start getting into that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, and I, so I was, I was also a little scared of falling out of love with watches because i was like just doing it all so, day every day I'm, and selling them so sure, i was just yeah. like i'm gonna stick into retail do my own thing and then um keep doing what i'm doing but how how did you how did you get in contact with Bez, bezel how'd that all start i just like it's funny i saw an ad and i was like this is interesting i'll download the app i'll see where it goes like they got me um <laughs> i was like i downloaded i was like this is sick i just dm them on instagram i was like i love your app like i would love to help you guys grow just figuring it would be like a one post thing and whatever and they were like we'll hop on this while was still working like let's hop on zoom or whatever and they're like do you want to run the account i was like sure i'm down um and that was that's literally what happened it was just like i cold email a lot and text a lot for stuff like that for promotions mm-hmm. because a lot of these watch companies don't know about TikTok. They all know about Instagram. They all know about you know, yeah. Facebook and shit like that. They don't know about 
TikTok. So it's kind of like trying to introduce them to that, get them behind that. Yeah. Um, how, what, what's your story with watches? How'd you get into watches? How'd you get away from like Apple watches and shit? Yeah. So in middle school, random Christmas, I have it. It's somewhere in my apartment. My apartment's a fucking mess right now, but, um, somewhere in my room right now is my first G-Shock. It was a white, you know, like, I think I just measured it the other day. I think it was like 46, 47 millimeter, massive in middle Jesus. school, <laughs> full, full white, you know, full white G-Shock. And I wore that thing. <laughs> every day for years and then it lost time so i was like shit and then i got an apple watch i had there's pictures of me in an apple watch in high school um i think about posting it just to, for the <laughs> for the fun of it um and i wore that for a while and i just always have any kind of watch on my wrist um i got to in high school i bought like 20 dollar amazon watches for like those like crappy drop ships from china mm-hmm. wear those a lot um i got a couple fossils and then I had another G-Shock, which I ended up losing, which was sad. And I got into college. I had the Garmin. And then I had a um, a Seiko, which I also lost. <laughs> I was like into it enough to be like, oh, my God. I, it's fine. And then I got – I graduated. And once you start like making adult money, which I'm sure you guys know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, what do I spend my money on? Mm-hmm. It became watches. <laughs> yeah. And then it was just like – Well, not for this guy. He has kids. Yeah, exactly. It's like well. the last like two or three years. It's just been <laughs> constant so that's essentially now i have i don't know right now i have six or something but my apartment probably had 10 between like reviews and getting watches and stuff um and it's just been like a co- every day it's like hours and hours and hours and i was like why don't i just do it for a living try at least i mean basically yeah. how this got started anyways this guy was huge in the watches and we just happened to work together at a luxury company for a while and oh, wow. he was just talking about watches and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. What do you keep talking to me about? Watches? <laughs> but then I, I was, I was used to like, you know, just the like douchebag, like just comes in with like a Rolex or whatever. But then he started to show me into things that are more like my style, like a Cartier tank. Cause I like more like elegant, sleek things, yeah, yeah. like more dress watch vibes than anything. So then we started to get into watches and then like, he was like, Hey man, we should start a podcast. Cause I already have another podcast as well. And I'm like, Hey, I'm not starting anything unless you're serious. Yeah. So then, we, uh, so then this is how this how this came about. Honestly, I've only been to watch for like two years. We have a segment on if here that, where we yeah. talk about, yeah, yeah, we have a segment on here where we talk about um, what should be my first watch. Oh, I like he doesn't have must. a watch yet. Yeah. Oh, you should go that, for a tank must. That's that's originally where I was going to get when we were at, when we were uh, working in the same place because there was a mayor's downstairs and we have a relationship with one of the people there, but. Um, uh, we're still like trying to figure out because it, it flips. Because I was gonna get a um Seiko SBG 221M, yeah, great, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we, we, I was gonna start off there, so I'm really just like looking for a watch within that, um, like eight thousand dollar budget. What would you say would be the the watch to start it off with? Eight, eight thousand, you say, yeah, eight grand to start it off, eight with. Grand. yeah. Watch. If you if you wanted to start off, I'd say it's hard to beat a Speedmaster. I don't know if that's your style because it's not as elegant, but um, that thing is unbelievable. Yeah. I think that is so underrated. I feel like I say this all the time. I hate when Rolex like limits production, but I wish Omega did that for the Moonwatch because that thing mm-hmm. like there's so I see so not so many people, but I see people wearing it, and I think every time I see people wearing it, I'm like that guy knows what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it's like okay, he he gets it. Like you see people with Seamasters all the time. You're like, oh okay, maybe they know watches. But if you're wearing a Speedmaster, you 
you know or it's no. like an heirloom from your father or something like people mm-hmm. people know about that that's i think the really speedmaster is a good like mix of sport and dress so much or like elegance really it's like mm-hmm. a good especially uh-huh. the new one on the new bracelet it's yeah. a I, you should take a look at that we should go try that on yeah i think no, you would I mean, like that we, we should uh the t- the tank is definitely like my style like i like tank reversals like that that is definitely the style that the i reversal like, that's I, the I, other I, one yeah, yeah. Reversal. that's perfect reversal, at that price too. yeah we, we, yeah we've definitely we've definitely done a lot of research on what would be the first one i think you can even get up. like for pre-owned i think you can get a dual face reversal for around that price i could be mm-hmm. wrong but even you go for the you, du- you get the two you faces. could yeah, because yeah. because what I was looking at was a reversal uh, dual face um, tribute, the blue one. Yes, yeah, that thing's yeah. sick. That, yeah. that's that's the one. That's the one that that I, I was looking at. Um, that's the like, watchmaker's even, watch. Uh, mm-hmm. This is also yeah. that he introduced me to because I'm like, all all I knew was like, okay, Rolex is APs and Patek's, and I'm like, I do not have money for APs and Patek's. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and if I can get lucky with an AD, maybe I can get an OP. Maybe at that price like, point. I'm sure you'll you'll agree. Like your my first watch, like you almost fall out of love with it after you wear it. Like my first watch over a thousand dollars was like I bought a Christopher Ward, which is a thing right there. Yeah. Um, but like I bought it and loved it, loved it, loved it. It was like my first job watch. I didn't wear it for two months. And then I come back, fall in love with it. It's really weird. Like as soon as you buy one, you're like, what am I buying next? Because you fall in love with it, and then you're like, oh shit, I need another. Like it's yeah. like it's crazy. Trust me, I've I've seen that uh that one with the super consumer over here. This guy yeah. every week is like, hey man, I'm thinking about downsizing and getting overseas. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yep. yeah, it's, yeah, it's a problem. I just bought a the Black Bay GMT, which I I like a lot, but yeah. wearing it on a bracelet. I was just saying earlier, um, on the bracelet, it's a little chunky, so I don't know how it's I, a big I watch. To, it's a big watch. Those are really really thick watches. I'm into like ultra thin watches. I don't like the thick the thickness of yeah. these watches at all. The the smaller tutors like the Black Bay fifty. I always say Black Bay fifty eight, but like I'm assuming the Pelagos thirty nine is the same. Those are pretty thin. Yeah. Um, but like I would even for Longines, like their Zulu time, the GMT. I think is I like better than the Black Bay GMT. That's a hot take, but like just feeling <laughs> I, I on the wrist. I haven't seen one in good. the metal yet. I have to go. I have to go check them out. I haven't paid any attention really. I wouldn't to say the Longines. bracelets as nice. I definitely wouldn't say that. It's definitely like you know. I like some heft. I like to feel the weight. My wrist, mm-hmm. you know, but um, yeah, I always it's thinner, I think it fits better on the wrist on my wrist, at least. Black GNT is massive, that's a chunky thing, yeah. All right, last question for you, yeah, yeah. You're a Saudi prince, you have all the yeah. money in the world. What's your three watch yeah. collection? Any, like any I, amount. I've done this a couple of times, changes every time. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. Um, I have to, I always like to break it down. You got like dress, sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is exactly say, how we break it down on here every time we do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> for sport watch, I feel like, you know, especially if you're a Saudi prince, but like I'm living in like <laughs> Manhattan, I want to keep it safe. So I would go, I don't know, like an Aquanaut, do like a travel time Aquanaut or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think it's perfect. Yep, yep, understated. Um, I'm so bad with reference numbers. I'm sure you're <laughs> going to be way better than me, but that thing is sweet. Um, and for the dress watch, you'll probably, I can't go paddock again though. You couldn't go um, better again. But they they make like, the I, best dress watches. They do. But I've been so into the um, <laughs> the Royal Oak. This is not a dress watch, but the Royal Oak. Um, maybe they'll do this for the funky watch, like the, the third thing. Royal Oak Perpetual Calendar. Mm-hmm. That thing is, I love like the four. Well, it's really three 
sub dials and then the moon phase i think on the bottom that's yeah they have an ultra thin one too that's insane yeah. mm-hmm. it's incredible um i'd probably do that and then dress watch would probably have to be a cartier like tank Louis, just straight gold automatic for like 12k yellow gold maybe a vintage mm-hmm. one um but then you could also go for like a perpetual counter from paddock one of my favorite watches ever right now is jlc perpetual calendar it's like the master ultra thin perpetual mm-hmm. calendar from jlc yeah. that thing is so <laughs> underrated but it's also it is. 30 40k yeah. it's crazy we've gotten that conversation about the jlc too about how they're underrated the same thing is also with the vacherons as well they're arguably better like than they don't get i yeah. i say for sure we, we, yeah, yeah we've talked about this here before because like i i come to watches with a different um, aspect than people. Some people have more of a snobby aspect of it, yeah. where it's just like, hey, we don't wear that. We don't wear this. It has to be like this specific thing. But when we first got into conversations about watches, I was like, hey, how come nobody talks about Vacheron like that? Like, yeah. this overseas watch is beautiful. Like, <laughs> It is. The blue dial on that thing is unbelievable. It's fucking insane. Yeah. And same yeah. thing with JLC as well. Like, this reversal should have more conversation than some of the watches that I had uh, conversations about. Some of the APs, too. They're they they're insane. Some of them like it's just like too much. Like you saw the the rainbow one. Have you seen that one? Where it's yeah, like we've, uh, we've talked about it. Yeah, they're crazy. It's crazy. Like it's <laughs> half the things they come out with are publicity. You know, and when the yeah. watches you actually want, you actually can't buy. Like it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's insane. a big fuck you watch, man. Like, yeah, that's, that's way out that's of the right now. A hundred percent. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good three watch question. I mean, it's not even like the most expensive you can buy. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, like, no. they they switch all the time, right? We'll ask you this. We could ask you this in a month from now, and you have a different three. And you're gonna be like, oh, yep, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. Um, you have my numbers. You can text me. I'll do this whenever, whenever. Like, I'm yeah, always man. down. We'll to keep watching on. you. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks, have a guys. good one. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks. Right. Send me the link when you're done, too. Yeah, for can. sure. Well. That's uh how we'll end this podcast of um no concept of time episode ten. Had a great conversation with Ben's watches. Uh Yaniv didn't even remotely come close to giving his great <laughs> synopsis on, on the Apple Watch. <laughs> Listen, I get I get both sides. <laughs> I can understand it's whack when you wear it just alone. I get it. It doesn't look as cool. But there's a use case for it. And that's I just wanted to prove my point. Like that there are use cases for it. There are they are the Apple Watch Ultra is an extreme watch, and I don't think every, it's for everybody at all. But mm-hmm. again, use case. We'll end that off here. Um, no kind of time, episode 10. Mm-hmm.